Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. I hope and pray your day is filled with the glory of Almighty God. It is a great day to worship Him, and I'm so glad that you're listening. You know, this morning was a great morning, and I was able to stop by a new place. It's uh, called Sinanam Nam. I say it wrong, but that's kind of the idea, Sinanam Nam, and is on Overland Road. It's over, if you know where Dickies is, it's in that complex, but around the corner, and they serve the best cinnamon rolls, sticky buns, cookies, scones, and everything else you can imagine at incredibly reasonable prices. And I stop in there a lot and get some gifts to take to some people, some uh, different establishments. I like doing that. It's fun uh, blessing people. And I am off that stuff. As most of you know, I'm trying to be a good guy and stick with what I've uh, been doing. Uh, Those that have been listening a long time know that I have been very heavy for many, many years, and it's not till this last year and three months that God finally got a hold of my heart and gave me the strength to lose some weight. And so 70 pounds later, here I am. Now I'm at my wedding weight, which is nice, except it's redistributed. It's a little bit different than it was, but uh, but now it's time to kick in. I've been about the same now for about eight or nine weeks, and so I'm ready to kick back in and see if I can get back down uh, to my ninth grade weight. And so we'll see what happens. But I can tell you this, my blood work is fantastic. God has worked mightily. And I give God all the credit because if he wouldn't have put me in touch with some of these people in my church that had lost all this weight and, and they and doing what they're doing, which I'll talk about sometime. I'll have this lady on uh, with an interview with me. But it has been the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. So I, when I go to Synanonom, I just talk to the people there and have a great time, and I try to stay away from those things that I don't eat anymore. But I'm telling you what, I brought some to the radio station this morning, and I'm telling you what, it is incredible. And, of course, this show is, I pre, it won't be this morning live. Some of my radio people are listening. They say, you didn't bring us anything today. Now, it was a few weeks ago when I was producing this show. I always have to be ahead and so because I don't like repeat shows. I like doing fresh shows. So... That's why I do this. Otherwise, I would not be able to come in here every day and do it live. Like, there are a few people to do it live, but not many. Most of them do it the way that I do it. But I want to talk today a little bit about Haggai, the book of Haggai. You don't hear much about it. So let me pray, and then we'll dive in. Lord, I thank you for this great day. I thank you for every single listener. I thank you for their lives. I thank you for the blessings. Thank you for the blessings in my life. Thank you for helping me with some disciplines. And Lord, I pray that I can kick in a new discipline and really get going again. God, I pray for those out there that struggle with different health issues, whatever it may be. Maybe it's like me. Maybe it's weight. Maybe it's cancer. Maybe it's maybe it's uh, something else. Whatever it is, in the name of Jesus, give them strength and touch their bodies. And if they're sick, heal them, I pray. I believe in prayer, Lord. I believe in calling upon you. And I call upon you today, trusting that you'll do a mighty work in people's lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I was looking through my study Bible, and it is an old Bible. It's a Bible that I got years ago at the Bible Congress in Washington, D.C., and it was it was in the 70s, and it's uh, and I don't use this Bible as much anymore. The translation, I don't use this translation as much as the New American Standard translation. I was just looking at the front of it, but it, it has some great facts in it, and I'm just going to read you a little bit about Haggai and the in the very first uh, paragraph of the intro, it says, 
With the Babylonian exile in the past and the newly returned group of Jews back to the land, the work of rebuilding the temple can begin. However, 16 years after the process has begun, the people have yet to finish the project, for their personal affairs have interfered with God's business. Now keep that thought in mind, folks. Haggai preaches a fiery series of sermonettes designed to stir up the nation to finish the temple. He calls the builders to renew courage in the Lord, renewed holiness of life, and renewed faith in God who controls the future. Folks, when I look at that and I think about the book of Haggai, I think of I think of these things. How many times we mean well, we get going the right direction, and we just really stop doing it. It's like with our devotions. It's like with our faithfulness to God. It's with our tithing. It's with studying God's word. We get going for a while in a season, then suddenly we stop doing it. These people were trying to rebuild the temple, and God wanted them to rebuild the temple, but it was taking a long period of time. And so Haggai was very frustrated. And he called on them. He said, you folks, you need a new courage in the Lord. You need God's courage to give you strength to move forward to do this. You need a new renewed holiness of life. And folks, don't we need a new holiness in life, a renewed holiness to live holy lives pleasing to God. And then he says you need a renewed faith in God who controls the future. You know, the, the work of the temple had ceased, and the people had become concerned with the beautification of their own houses, then with the building of the central sanctuary of God. And because of the misplaced priorities, their labor is no longer blessed by God. They stopped honoring God. Well, back there, the temple is important. Now we know that the temple of God is in our hearts. He's not interested in beautiful temples. He's interested in where your heart is. But, you know, we find in the uh, second chapter of Haggai, I'm going to read a few verses, verse 15 through 19, about the obedience of the remnant. It says, But now to consider from this day onward, before one stone was placed on another in the temple of the Lord, from that time when our one came to a grain heap of 20 measures, there would be only 10. And when, you, when one came to the wine vat, they'd draw 50 measures, there would only be 20. I smote you in every work, of your hands was blasting wind, mildew and hail, yet you did not come back to me, declares the Lord. Do consider from this day onward, from the 24th day of the ninth month, from day when the temple of the Lord was found. Consider, is the seed still in the barn, even including the vine, the fig tree, the pomegranate, and the olive oil, the olive tree, excuse me, it has been borne fruit, yet from the day on I will bless you. He had promised to bless the people as they built his temple, as they built the temple of God, which they worshiped God in, which they honored God in, which they sacrificed at that time to God in. And he was saying, didn't you notice? Didn't you notice you were missing grain? You were missing wine? You were missing all those things, and you had mildew, and you had hail, all these things? You turned your back on me. You started thinking about your own desires. People of God, that's exactly what happens with us. We get going and we start doing our own desires. You know, hey, guy, they wanted to get things back together, follow the Lord, finish what God had planned. What has God planned in your life? What has God laid out in your life? Are you following that plan? You know, uh, the pessimism of those people led to spiritual lethargy, and they became preoccupied with their own building projects. The pessimism. They became pessimistic. Oh, this is too much work. We can't handle this. We can't do this. 
Well, we know about Haggai. The only thing we know about Haggai is he is known only from the book, from the two references to him in Ezra 5.1 and 6.14. There he is seen working alongside the younger prophet Zechariah in the ministry of encouraging the rebuilding of the temple. You know, and we, we don't see a whole lot about him. In the time of Haggai was around 538 B.C., Cyrus of Persia issued a decree allowing the Jews to return to their land and rebuild their temple. But you know what? I'm telling you something. Our lives, our personal lives, our own desires seem to take precedence to God's desires. And this was exactly what was happening at this time. The temple needed to be built, but yet the struggle was going on because people got tired and people started building their own places. People started taking care of their own needs. People, I tell you this, I've told you this over and over the last 10 years, and it's a theme in my church and it's a theme in my life, is from 2 Samuel, honor God and he will honor you. I believe that. My dad and my mother taught me that. I've learned it from years of study, years of studying God's word. And I am not a theologian, as you well know. You listen to me, you know I am not a theologian. In fact, I'm not someone who loves to argue doctrine with people. I want to follow God's word. I'm not interested in arguing. I'm interested in telling people what God's word is and how what it means to me. But I'm telling you what, sometimes I think we become so theological that we're not real. I want to be a pastor of a church that people understand what I'm talking about, understand the truth of God, understand the Holy Spirit of God, listen to God, follow God, be about the business of God, and be real. I'm telling you what, I don't want to be artificial in any sense of the imagination. That's why I said, you know, the Bible says we've all sinned, including me. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All of us need God's help day in and day out. We need God's disciplines. As I was telling you at the beginning of the show, I had struggled discipline for 30 years trying to get this weight under control, bloomed up to about 300 pounds. And I was like, oh, and, and people were concerned for me. And I was kind of concerned for me too, but I just kept doing what I always had done. And every once in a while, I'd go on a little diet, and I'd lose 10 pounds, then I'd gain 12 back, on and on, all through life. And you know, and I had so many people who cared. I have my friend named Will who uh, just always cared for me and offered me to have a trainer and did this and that, and he did all these things for me. And, and I think of a number of my friends. I had a friend, Paul, come down about a year and a half ago. I said, Tom, you need to do something. And he was very straight with me. You know, it didn't hurt me, but it, it woke me up. And then I ran into Christy Davis and Kirk and, and their two girls who all lost about 50 pounds each. And I said, what happened to you guys? And then they shared with me what had happened. And I started doing what they started doing. And I'm telling you what, it started changing my life. And I'm, I'm certainly a changed man now. And, you know, and I'm telling you what, down in the 220s uh, uh, was my low. And now I want to get that. I'd love to see the 190s again. I'd be my ninth grade weight, folks. That'd be awesome. But you know what? My diabetes, uh, the doctor said it reversed. My, my uh, blood level, my, my, my blood pressure is 102 over 65. My cholesterol is 145. God, it's all God. I give God the glory. He gave me discipline. But he was one of these people in this time to be disciplined on building this temple, and he even showed him his mighty hand. People, God will do what he has planned for you if you allow him to, if you let him. And Lord, help me. Lord, help me to continue. Help me to continue to do what I know is best for me. 
and to live righteous above reproach. He loves all of us. He has a great plan for all of us. Let's live for Him. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.